1: Is there anything better than being pleased when a game delivers on its promise? Well, yes, actually. And that's the pleasant surprise to discover your next favorite title in the place that you least expect it. With zero buzz, zero hype, just coming out of left field and taking the world by storm. So let's take a look at them as I'm Jules, this is Whatculture.com, and these are 10 video games that had no right being this good. Number 10. Dyson Sphere Program. An intriguing subgenre of games is factory builders, in which you are tasked with constructing and overseeing an industrial through empire production facilities in various settings, eras, or planets. There's something truly satisfying about starting with one or two buildings or machines and strategically working your way up to an enormous autonomous system. While they can be fun and engaging, you never really expect them to blow your mind, as this niche corner of video games is relatively predictable and consistent. But Dyson's Sphere program took this type of experience to an entirely new level, allowing us to construct a galaxy-wide empire at an enormous scale, going far beyond similar titles before it. You start with just a small workshop on one planet and go on to develop planet-wide megastructures to harness the power of the stars they orbit to provide energy for the human race. With a large variety of procedurally generated planets and star types, the experience remains fresh for even long play sessions. Constructing, transporting, and managing your resources across the universe becomes an insanely addictive, rewarding loop, and you'd be hard-pressed to find a better factory-building strategy game on the market. Number 9. The Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. The Chronicles of Riddick is a science fiction film franchise which spawned from Vin Diesel's iconic character in the 2000 alien horror movie Pitch Black. Riddick is somewhat of an antagonist, who is the last of a race of adapted human warriors known as the Furians. With a vast sci-fi world and Riddick having a strong skill set including night vision, piloting, and stealth, it seemed like the perfect franchise to adapt into a video game. Despite this, video game adaptations of movies are almost always poor. And I personally held absolutely no hope for The Chronicles of Riddick escape from Butcher Bay when I first laid eyes upon it. Yet, against all odds, this game was a stellar action stealth game, with full voice acting from Vin Diesel in the titular role. The story follows the Furian warrior as he attempts to escape from a maximum-security prison facility known as Butcher Bay, with first-person combat, stealth, and exploration elements excellently implemented. Interestingly for the time, the game featured no heads-up display, and limited on-screen clues to glowing objects in the environment in order to retain clean, decluttered appearances. It's a shame that more video game movie adaptations aren't treated with as much care as Butcher Bay was. Number 8. West of Loathing West of Loathing is a role-playing game set in the Wild West, featuring hand-drawn stick-figure characters and environments. There have been many stick-figure games in the past, many of which were web-based Flash games, and this didn't exactly fill me with hope for this quirky comedic experience. But I was blown away by this game's sprawling open world, which was packed with quests, puzzles, and mysteries around every corner. It is hilarious at every opportunity, with a slapstick comedy style present across many eccentric characters and scenarios. The game follows the main character leaving their family farm to make a living on a journey to a city called Frisco, engaging in turn-based combat and varied objectives along the way. Now, at first glance, you would never expect this game to be as deep, complex, and varied as it actually is, and it's great to experiment with all of the possible quests, choices, and outcomes. If you're looking for an engaging, fun time filled with jokes, you should look no further. And as far as stick-figure-based games go, this is certainly the best one ever made. Number 7. Seven, lawn Mowing Simulator Okay, so hear me out. Lawn Mowing Simulator is actually a good game, despite an extremely tedious, uninteresting-sounding premise. Simulator titles have been popular in gaming for decades, with hyper-realistic titles such as Microsoft Flight Simulator delivering a serious experience for hardcore aviation enthusiasts, or the absurd Goat Simulator which allows you to, just cause chaos and carnage in sandbox maps. New simulation projects are being released all the time, and when we saw that Lawn Mowing Simulator was being announced, many of us just laughed at the idea that a chore some of us loathe was being made into a video game. Set in the great British countryside, this tranquil and satisfying experience sees you trim grass using an expansive roster of real-world and licensed lawnmowers. Not only that, but you can enter a first-person perspective with handheld strimmers to take care of those more refined edges, nooks, and crannies. It is a surprisingly deep and complex experience where you must set blade heights, carry out ground checks, and maintain your machinery across a range of modes, including a pretty extensive career mode building your lawn care business from rags to riches was an extremely rewarding experience that makes this one of the finest simulation games out there. And no, I'm not joking. Number 6. Papers, Please Indie games often provide us with more innovative experiences that deliver interesting, unique premises and mechanics that larger developers or publishers wouldn't even take a risk in releasing. But when many of us first laid eyes on Lucas Pope's Papers, Please, we probably weren't overly enthused at the prospect of playing an immigration inspector from the fictional communist state of Arstotzka. Well, whatever. A pleasant surprise it was when we discovered a thought-provoking, beautifully executed puzzle game that still reigns supreme as one of the most interesting indie titles ever made. Tasked with approving entry to the state, you must weed out the spies, smugglers, and terrorists using only the documents they provide. Alongside the inspect, search, and fingerprint systems you have access to, it can be a thrilling process of determining who can be granted access and who must be detained. You're also presented with a decision to side with a mysterious organization who aim to overthrow the government or remain true to the state. Papers, Please features 20 possible endings based on the choices you make throughout the game and even includes some additional unlockable modes such as an endless play version.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Number 5. The Simpsons Hit and Run Film and television video game tie-ins are extremely hit and miss, often developed with very low budgets to capitalise on the hype of a media property and to just rush to release. While there are a few exceptions, the majority of these TV game adaptations are terrible, shallow cash grabs which are swiftly cast to the side and forgotten forever. Occasionally, though, you do get an unexpected gem, and The Simpsons Hit and Run is a shiny example of a time that a game like this completely surprised with just how good it turned out. This game was Springfield's take on Grand Theft Auto, with an open-world map, driving, multiple playable characters, and varied missions. People couldn't get enough of hit-and-run as they raced other iconic cartoon characters as Homer, or collected itchy and scratchy cards as Bart. The story revolved around a mysterious horde of robotic wasps descending on the city and an alien-produced, mind-controlling Buzz Cola. With constant nods to classic episodes and cameos from beloved characters, us Simpsons fans were delighted that they got to play the best video game adaptation of this show that has ever been made. Number 4, Luigi's Mansion 3. Now, Luigi's Mansion is a curious franchise which centers around the green clad brother of Mario taking on ghosts in various haunted buildings with his signature spirit busting vacuum cleaner, the Poltergust 3000. Now, the first game in the series was released for the GameCube in 2001 and received mostly positive reviews and became one of the system's best selling games to date. The follow up, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, released for the Nintendo 3DS in 2013, was still a solid experience, but many of us began to wonder if there was much more life in this ghost busting Mario spin-off series. Nintendo then released Luigi's Mansion 3 for the Switch in 2019, and proved that there was indeed much more to offer for this spooky franchise. In this outing, the cowardly, bumbling, but all-time lovable Luigi is thrust into a huge haunted hotel across 17 unique floors after being tricked into attendance by the primary antagonist, King Boo. Each floor is a delight to explore as you vacuum up ghosts, collect coins, and gain access to the next floor in your quest to escape the hotel and take down King Boo for good. So yeah, before this was released, many thought the franchise had given up the ghost, but here, well man, it was rattling bones in all the right places. Number 3. Mario & Rabbids Kingdom Battle Crossover games are not exactly an uncommon phenomenon, especially for Nintendo. Super Smash Bros., for example, is a franchise based solely around this premise, taking game characters from their own games and mashing them together into a fighting experience of epic proportion. But when Mario & Rabbids Kingdom Battle was revealed, many were quite sceptical since Ubisoft's goofy Rayman spin-off series featuring the chaotic Rabbids, has been extremely hit and miss. Plus, it was Mario with guns, and it was meant to be like a take on XCOM. It was very, very odd. People didn't know what to make of it. But what gamers were greeted with, however, when they played it, was a surprisingly deep, varied, and fun turn-based strategy game that you'd have been wrong to ever doubt. With a cast of familiar Super Mario characters and their rabid counterparts, you take on a variety of rabid enemies across distinctive, colourful levels. Each character has unique weaponry and abilities, which can be upgraded to pack more of a punch and help overcome the often extremely challenging fight. With great critical reception, strong sales, and a sequel in the works, this game proves that unlikely video game crossovers can indeed work well. Number 2. South Park The Stick of Truth Now, as mentioned a couple of times already on this list, movie and television tie-in video games are usually very low quality. And when South Park The Stick of Truth was announced, a lot of people were worried it was going to follow the same route. After all, many of us are still scrubbing the memories of South Park 64 out of their minds. Oh my god, that opening level. My god, man. But perhaps because of how badly the franchise was handled in the past, this was was why the show's creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone actually got on board to write the game and had involvement in the development to ensure it was true to their original vision. This is a role-playing game set in South Park where you take on the mantle of the new kid, a character who you create, and team up with familiar favourites from the long-running cartoon. In this ridiculous fantasy story, you battle your way across a cast of elves, humans, wizards, and uh, Nazi zombies in familiar settings that often call back to classic South Park episodes. For a game based on a cartoon television show, The Stick of Truth delivered a truly fun role Role-playing video game experience that rightfully received an equally excellent sequel, *The Fractured But Whole*. And number one, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley was developed by just one person and is an endless farming experience where you run your own farm in a charming town full of quirky characters. Inspired by the classic Harvest Moon series, you'll create a character, move to the town, and interact with its people to expand your agricultural operation, all the while developing unique relationships with the other non-playable characters. There are a variety of activities outside of farming to keep you busy as well, which include procedurally generated caves to mine, fishing, cooking, and crafting. You can even develop your relationships far enough that you can actually get married to one of the townspeople, which can offer the benefit of an extra hand to tend your growing farm. You'd have never thought that a simplistic-looking farming game developed by just one person would ever be so deep, and keep your attention for dozens, if not hundreds of hours. The consistent updates adding in new features have made it even harder to tear yourself away from, and frankly, many of us don't want to stop playing. To date, Stardew Valley has sold over 15 million copies, and the creator of Harvest Moon even praised the experience for offering more creative freedom than the latter entries in his series ever did. And that is high praise indeed.
0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.